Welcome to Scanner School. My name is Phil Lichtenberger. And let me just tell you, this is one of my favorite times of year coming up right here. This is air show season. We have an amazing air show that happens here Memorial Day weekend at Jones Beach. And while I'm not a big fan of crowds, I am a large fan of the air show itself. So I'm going to tell you how I can combine my love of air shows and my dislike of crowds and my love of scanning and turn it all into something that is an amazing weekend. Before we get into that, let's jump into some archived audio of I've recorded from previous air shows right over here on Long Island. Clear for takeoff. Uh, square clear for takeoff. Wind is 190 at 12. Check your brake off. Check your trim set. Check your nozzle steering on. Maneuver. Diamond burner go. Transition. Right turn out. Diamond clear at 16. Let's Memorial Day weekend and those who have gone before to serve and sacrifice. Uh, turn about. Welcome to the Scanner School a podcast dedicated to the scanner radio hobby. Class is about to begin. Here is your host, Phil Lichtenberger. How cool was that? That was audio from the U.S. Navy Blue Angels as they were getting ready to take off from Republic Airport, which is about a little less than three miles away from where I live or five kilometers. And it's a great way to monitor an air show, if you can, if at all possible. For those of you who are just joining us for the first time on this podcast, let me introduce myself. My name is Phil Lichtenberger. My amateur radio call sign is W2LIE, and I'm your host here at ScannerSchool.com, where we teach you everything that you need to know about the scanner radio hobby. Now, I've been into scanning almost my entire life, but nothing excites me more than listening to the air show. And I'm not one for crowds, so I have found out ways where I can enjoy the air show without having to be packed on a beach with 60,000 other spectators all crammed in there with only one way in and one way out and, you know, getting down there before 8 a.m. in the morning and not being able to get home till, you know, well, it sounds like a day job, right? You leave, you're there by 8, you're out of there by 4 or 5 o'clock, but it's a pile of people. It's a massive, massive amount of bodies in one location. And as you can tell, I'm really not too excited about actually going out to one of these air shows. But some people are, and I understand it. And if you want to go to see the air shows, I have some tips and tricks for you if you are going to the air show as to what you can bring and what you can use to listen to. But if you're like me and you'd rather not be stuck somewhere 60,000 plus people, let's get into it right now. So if you want to go and you want to monitor an air show, what do you need? Regardless if you're going or if you're not, you're going to need a basic VHF handheld scanner and a couple of sets of batteries because you know what's going to happen. You can run out of the house. You're going to think the scanner's charged. You're going to get there. You're going to turn it on. You're going to get maybe five minutes worth of use out of it, and then it's going to be dead. Bring extra batteries. It's going to be on the entire time you are there, so you might as well make sure that you're going to be able to listen to it. A basic scanner, a cheapo off-the-shelf scanner, something that's been around for a couple of years, something that's not even new, will work fine for you. Most basic scanners will include the VHF aviation band as part of, of the scanner. Now, the trick is that 
aviation is done in AM. So the scanner will most likely also automatically go over to AM when you put in an aviation frequency. If it doesn't, or if you're programming it up manually, make sure that you are set for AM mode. Now, if you need an explanation as to what AM is, go back in our archives, scannerschool.com slash session five. We talked about AM and FM and narrowband FM, wideband FM. All the modulation schemes that you need to know about are in session five of the podcast. Okay, heading back. So what you want to listen to is the VHF main aviation band. In that band, you're going to hear the local tower or the uh, the local the air boss. You want to find out the frequency for the air boss. Here, we use one of the frequencies from Republic Airport. They've just brought that over for the air boss. The air boss uses it during the air show. Once the air show is over, it goes right back and Republic uses it for, I believe, what, is, what their clearance frequency is. Okay, But the air boss is going to be different uh, depending on where you are. But really, the air boss is air traffic controller for the air show itself. So if you want to upgrade from your basic scanner or you're going to see something that's military-based, you're going to need something that includes the mill air band, which is where the military aircraft performers are. The military airband is typically between 225 megahertz all the way to 380 megahertz. The more expensive scanners will include the mill airband. It's very easy. If you're going to buy a scanner, just look at the specs and it will call it out. It'll say uh, aviation band for well, like the 118 section. I think it's 118 to 125 or something like that. Uh, I don't remember off the top of my head, but it also call out you know, VHF uh, or public safety, UHF public safety, and we'll also say VHF, I'm sorry, we'll say mill air. Some military acts also have a VHF P25 frequency. Now they use that for the comm cart, ground operations. I believe the Thunderbirds are using that as well. So if it's something that you think you're going to need, um, you know, then go for it. But really the majority if they're in the air, they are on AM. If it's a, if it's civilian, they'll be in the civilian spectrum. It's a VHF standard VHF uh, aviation band. If it's military, uh, majority of the time they're sitting there between 225 and 380. Okay, so that's the basics of what you're gonna need to to listen to the air show. So let's say if you're hanging out with me and you're not going to the air show, but you still want to be in there and listen to the action and hear what's going on. Uh, the audio I grabbed, again, I grabbed that from home. I, I have an outdoor antenna. Yes, that helps. The Blue Angels were on the ground. They were on the runway. But once they're airborne, you can hear them for 100 miles out. So even if you're not in the local area of the air show, you might still be able to catch a, uh, an earful, I guess is a way to say it, of what's going on during an air show performance. So what is going to help you out? So you're going to want a list of frequencies because you're not going to put your scanner into search mode. Chances are you're going to miss everything. As you heard before on the intro, the transmissions that are to use during an air show can be very, very, very brief, like a second, sometimes less maybe a couple seconds in length, but if your scanner is searching the entire middle airband, you are going to miss it. So what you want to have is you want to have a set of frequencies. Where can you grab the frequencies? My go-to for years 
has been monitoring Times Magazine. It has been a great airshow segment in usually at the March episode of Monitoring Times. Now, the problem is Monitoring Times is now a retired publication. Luckily, the authors have now moved over to the Spectrum Monitor magazine. Now, if you want to subscribe to a yearly for Spectrum Monitor magazine, now, if you want to subscribe to a yearly uh, a yearly subscription of the Spectrum Monitor magazine, then, you know, the choice is yours. I, I subscribe myself and I enjoy the magazine. But if you just want to pick up their air show guide, you can go to the Spectrum Monitor magazine website. And again, we'll we'll link to this in the show notes at scannerschool.com slash session 22. But the episode, if you want to download that just that one magazine release, it's only three bucks. So go ahead, spend the three dollars. You are going to get a top of the line, better than best air show guide that you have ever seen. Now this is years and years and years of of getting feedback and listening to people who submit information. I mean, I've submitted my own personal information to um, to to these segments, and they have published what I have uh, sent into them. So it's a great resource. Yes, it costs you three bucks. It's only three dollars. If you want the best, I suggest going with that. Now, if you were looking for another alternative or free ways to do that, you can go to Radio Reference. In the Radio Reference database, if you go to USA and you go to Nationwide, you will find a short list of Nationwide um, aviation or air show frequencies, mostly for the Blue Angels and, and for the Thunderbirds. You'll find some Airboss stuff in there that doesn't, I mean, the Airboss stuff doesn't apply to me here, but um, you'll find some stuff out there. If you go into the Radio Reference forums, you'll find all the air show information you want in the Mill Air Forum at Radio Reference. And finally, to plug myself, I come out with my own air show guide every year on my scanner radio website, which is w2lie.net slash airshow. Now, to make it easier for you, if you can't remember my call sign or if you're not into ham radio and you don't know what that all was, scannerschool.com slash session22 or scannerschool.com slash airshow will redirect you over to my ham radio page or my scanner radio page, where I will also have a live feed of the air show from Memorial Day weekend right here on Long Island. So if you also want to hear an air show, that's another way that you can do so if you're not going. Find a live feed, okay? So I got one that that I have set up for, I can't even tell you how many years I've done it now, but people in the area know I do it. And uh, usually in a couple of days from now, they're going to start asking me if I've been publishing frequencies and if the air show is going to be live on my website. So if you're one of those and you're listening to the podcast, yes, it will be there. Okay. So what else do you want to know if you are not physically going to the air show, but you still want to somehow listen to it? Okay. So you're also going to find out the local airport that the, uh, the, civilian acts are coming into and also the military acts okay they could be going into two different airports so locally here like i said we got republic airport which is about three miles from here and it's a private airport i don't say private airport but it's it's for the smaller planes right it's for the learjets the uh, the cessnas those kinds of things but the thunderbirds and the blue angels have been known and still normally do land and stay at republic airport and it's good to know and chances are you may be able to find uh, through various websites, and I know I comb the internet for information when it gets close to the air, air, um, the air show time. So people will post online when the rumors are that uh, the, the acts are supposed to arrive at the local airport. 
So sometimes they're right, sometimes they're wrong, sometimes there's a window of opportunity. So it's always good to kind of get your eyes on that list, if at all possible. Google is your friend when it comes to this. Uh, I know of my own local aviation websites that I go to. So for uh, for the air shows here out of New York, I go to NYC Aviation. And uh, they normally have a events thread and a uh, event thread for the local air shows. So um, by going there, I know just about what time that the, the planes are coming into Republic or to um, another airport in the area. Because sometimes, like I said, that uh, not all the planes may come into the same airport. When the F-18s come in, they were going to Islip MacArthur, which is a commercial airline that you can fly out, you know, your 737s and whatnot. But also that was also the home of when some of the larger aircraft came in. All right. So what else do you want to do? Well, you want to find out, too, when some of the media flights are. Like uh, you may have, uh, I, I know some of the civilian acts, they go up and they do a couple of flybys of air show and they go through and they, they, they do a buzz by of the Statue of Liberty. Maybe they'll fly through, you know, a Hudson River, those kinds of things. That will usually be as a press release or you may find out that if you're watching the news in the morning, they may be sitting there doing a, uh, like a gear or a rah-rah session, I guess you could say, that, hey, we're going to go out later today or we're going to follow one of the, other, you know, the jets or that kind of thing. So you can, you can generally get an idea of when that's going to happen. And that's always good too because if you're not going to be at the air show, it's usually a couple days in advance of the air show, you know, a week leading up to it, at least here on Long Island. And uh, you may be able to listen to what's going on. And it's really neat listening to the media flights. I love listening to media flights because it's um, it's a unique way of kind of understanding how they grab the pictures they grab for when it comes time to publicize the air show. You'll hear, okay, I want you to turn the smoke on, but can you bank a little bit more to the left because you had a sun glare coming through the canopy or um, I wasn't able to read what was on the, on the wings. Or if you go over here and, and you bank so-and-so, I'm going to be above you and shooting down. And so it's really cool to hear the, uh, the pilots going back and forth. Usually, again, that's done on one of the main VHF aviation plane-to-plane uh, -plane frequencies, like one, two, three. Yes, one, two, three, four, five is actually one of the frequencies, but like one, two, three, one, five, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, five. Um, as long as they're not using your local area by by a tower or ground or something like that, that's at least where they are in my area. Okay, so what else are you looking for? Take a look at uh, other agencies that may be down at an air show so maybe it's the fire departments the police departments uh, an ems security crew uh it may be the civil air patrol grab those frequencies pop them in your scanner take a listen as well okay but one of those key points to, to remember this is even if you're not going to the air show you may be able to hear you may be able to hear the acts for several several miles right because it is kind of line of sight they're up in the air they're doing their thing and as long as you have a good outdoor antenna or if you're close enough to the uh, to the center of action and you have your handheld, you'll be able to listen to what's going on at the air show. Now, finally, one of the last things you may uh, may be able to do, too, is on the radio here on one of the local AM channels, they do rebroadcast the PA feed. So you will be able to hear the air show and the PA and the announcer and all that as well on the uh, on the radio. OK, so th those are some good ways to figure out what's going on when you're not going to the air show. And one more thing that I forgot to bring up is when you find out when the acts are coming into the airport, go there. See if you can go there and, and sit on a perimeter road and camp out and wait for them to come in. I have done that year over year over year. I haven't done it in recent years, but I have done it for, for many years. And what I would do is I would grab my camera, I'd grab my scanner, and my uncle and I would go out there and we would just 
sit down there by the runways, and it, the perimeter road was packed. If you didn't get there early enough to grab your spot, you were kind of out of luck. And you would just sit there. I mean, I would throw a ladder in the back of the pickup truck so I can climb up and see over the fence so I wouldn't get any pictures with any of the, uh, you know, the chain link fence kind of obscuring the view. But I have gotten some killer photos just standing there. Now, if you're really crazy, you can stand right at the base of the runway. And as the planes take off, yeah, if you want to feel that jet wash, you can stand there. Nobody's going to stop you. So um, I've seen some YouTube videos of that from locally here where people have actually been blown down to the ground. And it is really, really, really cool. Okay, so now there's another thing that I, uh, touching on that, when the military acts, the Blue Angels or the Thunderbirds, uh, I've seen them do it personally, if you know when they're going to take off before air show, say they're scheduled for like a 3 p.m. start time at air show, maybe 2 p.m., whatever it is, get there before they're going to take off, about an hour before at least. You should be able to see where the jets are if you have access to the terminal, or in our case over here, you can go um, just along the gate and you can see where they park the planes. They will go out. They will inspect the planes. They will do a ceremony before getting into the plane. It is really, really, really cool to see them go through this, to see them test the planes out, to see them salute the planes each other, give it everything a once-over, and then taxi out to the runway and take off. Now, if you're going to stay there, you want two things. You want their ground crew. You want your local departure and arrival frequency. You're going to want your tower frequency. And, of course, you're going to want to listen to the act that you're going to uh, listen to because they will be talking about how to bank and how to turn, just like you heard in the intro to this podcast. Okay? So it's really, really cool if you're not going to go to the air show, but you are close enough to the local airport. Find out when the practice sessions are. Okay. Normally, the planes will go out there. They'll scout out landmarks. They'll look for air shows, the boxes. They'll they'll fly it out. Uh, usually, a day or two before the air show, weather permitting, of course. And they may all of a sudden start the routines. Now, there's been plenty of times that instead of going to the local airport, I've actually grabbed a couple sandwiches, a cooler, and my uncle and I have head down to the beach. And we've spent hours at the beach when there is no crowd there. Two days a day before the air show. It's not set to a timeline. But the acts will go down there, they will scout out the area, and they will do a dry run of the show. You're not going to get maybe the full air show, but you are going to get some really cool stuff without being shoulder to shoulder with a bunch of people. This is one of those little secrets that not everybody is aware about. And in fact, where, where I would go to watch it, Jones Beach State Park, the beauty of it was is they would not collect admission. They wouldn't collect parking until Memorial Day weekend. So you can go that Thursday or Friday, go see the air show basically for free without a lot of people there. And then those who showed up on Saturday and Sunday who wanted to be packed together like sardines, boom, they were getting charged to park their car, not me. So it was really an added bonus to go and see the air show. Okay, so what happens if you want to go to the air show? So, so far, not much has changed, right? What are you going to want to bring with you if you're going to the air show? Well, obviously, you're going to want to bring your scanner. You're going to want to bring extra batteries. You're going to want to bring sunscreen. You're going to bring a hat. You want to bring your sunglasses. Hopefully, they're polarized. Um, 
you're going to probably want to bring a second scanner that you can leave in close call mode uh, or I believe is Signal Stalker or whatever it is else on the uh, Radio Shack GRE line and the whistle line, whatever they call it. And the reason why you're going to want to do this too is not every frequency out there is publicized. Or um, sometimes you'll, you'll find out that you're listening on one frequency and you've got the diamond formation on one scanner, but you want to listen to the solo on this second scanner because they do use multiple frequencies in the planes as they're scouting, uh, as they're flying over. And the really cool thing about being at the air show is that sometimes when the planes come from behind the uh, audience, you're going to know they're coming because they will give you a heads up on the scanner that, okay, we're flying in and all of a sudden they are low and right on top of you. Now, you got your two scanners. Maybe you got three scanners. I don't know how crazy you are. Uh, you got your hat, your sunscreen. Maybe you want to get something to put in your ears to keep the... Um, you know, the noise down. You may be close to the PA system. Of course, the jet's going to be right overhead. And then uh, what else are you going to want to bring? Maybe bring a piece of paper and a pen to jot down some of the frequencies you're grabbing on a close call. Uh, you definitely want to bring a camera with you. You're going to want to bring a camera with you. I have got some great photos. In fact, maybe I'll post a couple in the show notes that I have grabbed from uh, from going to see the practice runs and also at the airport, okay? So I'll share some of those with you as well. And again, if you're able to bring it in, you're going to want some food and drinks because you're going to be there for a while. And you're not going to want to stand online and miss any of the action to go and get something to eat or something to drink. So that's an air show. That is what I love the most, well, let's not say the most about scanning, but this is one of those things that comes by once a year here. It, it brings a lot of my favorite things together. It brings scanning together. It brings photography together. It brings, uh, you know, the, the aviation stuff all here. It brings the fact that I'm able to use some, uh, some extra software that I haven't used in a while and listen and monitor the trunk systems and find out maybe a new talk group has been used. I get to actually hear, the, you know, the county OEM talking with uh, the, the fire departments and, and hearing all the ambulances that are down there. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on in a very tight area. So the air show brings out a lot of federal, it brings out a lot of state, it brings out a lot of local government officials. There's a lot of eyes going on here, and uh, it's great, great time to have a scanner. So whether you're going to the air show or you're not, enjoy it. Find your local air show. You can go online, do air show, whatever. Um, I know if you want to look for the Blue Angels, you just do a quick Google search, Blue Angels air show. Uh, for those of you up in Canada, you know, Royal Canadian Air Force. Uh, the same thing over with the European acts. I, I know that, you know, scanners in Europe, uh, yeah, that's a little different, you know. But uh, let me know. Do you enjoy listening to the air shows? Now, again, I am going to have my live feed for the air show online at w2lie.net slash airshow. Now, I'm also going to have something special for those of you who follow me on Facebook. Okay, you don't have to follow me on Facebook. I'm kidding. It's open to the public. Scannerschool.com slash Facebook. I will have my live feed set up on Facebook as a live event. So even if you don't want to listen to it on your mobile device, or you don't listen to it on a computer, and you'd rather see a heads-up display, and I may have something else extra in the works that I'm trying to figure out if I can put together, but I'm not going to bring it up here just in case it falls through. So make sure you check out and like us, scannerschool.com slash Facebook, and also join us on our Facebook community. There's a lot of conversations, a lot of people asking questions, a lot of other people answering them. We've got a really, really great community set up on Facebook. So again, that's 
scannerschool.com slash Facebook group. And again, we're also on Twitter. I love Twitter. I think it's great. I spend more time on Twitter than I do on any other social media platform. Scannerschool.com slash Twitter. So I really hope that you've enjoyed this session of Scanner School. We talked about air shows. This is number one in our aviation series, okay? We have a couple of podcasts set up that are just going to be geared around the aviation side of the hobby. I hope that this uh, is a good introduction to it. Next week, we have Dave Pasco on from LiveATC.net. I think that Dave did an excellent job at talking about the aviation hobby. I think he did a better job talking about it than I probably could have. He's a pilot. He runs LiveATC.net. He's been listening to aviation for a very, very long time. So if you want to learn more about aviation, I suggest catching next week's show at scannerschool.com slash, well, that'll be session 23, but it's not available just yet. Now, you can also subscribe to us on iTunes, on Stitcher, Google Play, we're on a couple of other ones too, I believe Podbean and and, and whatnot. But uh, if you if you have a favorite pod player and you don't see us listed, let us know. But if you do subscribe to us and you do enjoy the show, do us a favor. Please leave an honest rating and feedback either on iTunes or Stitcher or Google Play. You know, again, scannerschool.com slash iTunes. Now, before we wrap up, I want to remind you all that you can help support the Scanner School podcast by shopping at Amazon, eBay, Um, We take PayPal donations. We are working on putting some merchandising together. And also Patreon. Love Patreon because it allows me to give you, my supporters, a little bit extra something uh, for supporting the podcast. So I want to take a moment to thank our very first Patreon-supporter. And I'm going to probably butcher his last name. I apologize. Mark Beebe, I believe is the way it's pronounced. Mark, thank you so much for being our very first Patreon supporter. I certainly appreciate your monthly donation to keeping the podcast going. If anybody wants to help support the podcast, again, scannerschool.com slash support. And again, we have ways that you can support us without it costing any money to you by using our affiliate links. That's what they're there for. You make a purchase as you would normally, and we get a little bit of an extra bonus on the side because we've referred the sale. But if you want to support us financially, scannerschool.com slash Patreon, scannerschool.com slash support. So again, what happens when you support us on Patreon? You can get the podcast early. You can get exclusive video content. Uh, We will send you some merchandise, or you can get a one-on-one monthly consulting session session with me. Uh, Basically, you've got me on retainer. So because we started the podcast with the U.S. Navy Blue Angels, let's do something here for our Air Force fans. So let's go out with some audio I have here from the United States Air Force Thunderbirds. Again, I want to thank all those who have served our country. I want to thank everybody out there who's active military, uh, who's who's retired military, who's just serves either in, in the public service or public safety or anything else. Thank you so much for your time, your sacrifices, and your dedication to keeping everybody safe. Thank you so much for joining us on Scanner School where we teach you everything that you need to know about the scanner radio hobby. Guys, enjoy your Memorial Day weekend, and to take us out, here are the Thunderbirds. Stand by smoke. Smoke. I'm ready now. Forward right turn. On ready now. Stand by blue. Blue out ready now. Smoke is on nose. Coming up 500 right. 
www.scannerschool.com to access the show notes and bonus content.